We continue with our COVID-19 coverage with officials from Baxter Regional Medical Center. Joining us this morning, President and CEO Ron Peterson, Dr. Lincoln Godfrey, hospitalist, Stephanie Free, infection preventionist, and Director of Marketing, Tobias Pugsley. And uh, Ron, we'll let you start this morning with those latest numbers. Well, good morning, Brad. Thank you. Uh, Arkansas has tested 21,203 individuals. Uh, there are 19,705 negatives, which leaves uh, 1,498 confirmed cases in the state of Arkansas. Of those 1,498 confirmed cases, there's 81 in the hospitals across the state and 29 on ventilators across the state. And uh, we're up to, unfortunately, 32 deaths in the state of Arkansas from COVID. Uh, in Baxter County, uh, the Arkansas Department of Health uh, uh, website is still showing 139 that uh, have been tested, 135 negatives, and so four positives in the county. And as a system, Baxter Regional has tested 72. We have 69 negatives, and we still have three tests that are outstanding, so no positives as a system or as a hospital. Okay. Dr. Godfrey, let's get your thoughts from a uh, physician's standpoint on COVID-19, and, and when do you think this might peak in Baxter County? Yeah, so I don't have access to really anything that you probably don't have access to. Most of the models now uh, look like it's the very end of April. So between April 28th and April 30th on the three models that I looked at, uh, it's kind of one of the problems with flattening the curve is the more you flatten the curve, the further you push out the peak date. So um, most important take-home message for people is that uh, we have not yet peaked, and we're still uh, seeing a fairly aggressive daily rise, and so it's important to follow all the rules and uh, social distance and wash your hands as many times a day as you can and take all the normal precautions. Dr. Godfrey, as a hospitalist in the event of a COVID-19 surge locally, of course, you'd be in charge of these potential patients in the hospital. How are you and your staff prepared to handle this if there is a surge? Yeah, so we had a meeting uh, Sunday morning, of all things, uh, maybe two and a half weeks ago, where we got administrators and pulmonologists and ER docs and hospitals together to kind of come up with a plan, had a representative from our pharmacy and therapeutics committee there to kind of decide who we admit and who we treat and where we put them and what our strategy is if we have five or six and what our strategy is if we have 45 or six. And so uh, all of those measures are in place, including the little uh, opportunity we took to partner with a local durable medical equipment company and send people home from the ER with oxygen if they previously didn't have oxygen, and the only reason they would need to be hospitalized is to have two liters of oxygen. Uh, those people will thrive better at home quarantining, and uh, they're not consuming healthcare protective equipment and everything else if they're at home doing it, and most people would rather be at home getting well than be in the hospital getting well. So we have a multi-step plan to take care of folks. Um, looks like we probably have 50 rooms that could be negative pressure to take care of people who needed to be isolated with COVID-19 and probably could handle as many as about 20 ventilated patients if we needed to and just keep our fingers crossed we don't need 50 rooms and don't need 20 ventilators at a time. Exactly. Stephanie, um, the, we've heard that COVID-19 is kind of like climbing Mount Everest without oxygen. So the question is, are the patients on oxygen or are they just on ventilators? So most people with COVID-19 have mild symptoms and are able to recover at home, but some may need oxygen, and really only those most severe cases would need a ventilator. 
Will Baxter County have the ability to do plasma antigen testing? I think they're referring to antibody testing, and yes, our lab is working with the makers of the antibody test, and we hope to have the equipment to perform this test soon. We will actually be one of the labs working with the company to help them receive FDA approval. So this is awesome news for us. Wow. Anything else we need to mention this morning, folks? Uh, just want to remind everybody, as Dr. Godfrey said, that social distancing is very important because we have not peaked yet, so please keep that up. Um, I want you to know that we're here. We're able to take care of your health care needs, whether it's COVID or non-COVID. And uh, want to remind you that there is a shortage of blood uh, supplies still out there. And we do have a blood drive here at the hospital in a, in a mobile van. The uh, Red Cross will be here. And uh, that's actually today from 10 to 4. And so if you could go to uh, redcrossblood.org, you can make an appointment on that. Or you can just stop by. Okay. I also want to continue to, to encourage people to submit those questions on Facebook. Um, that's, that's the questions that we're taking and we're answering um, here on the show. And I also want to remind listeners that, again, uh, we're doing this update on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays now, so we won't be back with you till Friday. Okay. Sounds good. Guys, thank you so much for the time. Thank you. All right. Again, uh, Ron Peterson, Dr. Lincoln Godfrey, Stephanie Free, Tobias Pugsley this morning. Tobias mentioned uh, the Facebook post. You can go to facebook.com slash Radio. We've got that post pinned to the top there, and uh, that's where we're asking for your questions. So if there's something you'd like to have answered on the air, you can leave your question there.